Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're so welcome to the third last late lunch of 2022. Great to have you with us on the show this afternoon. Let's get straight to business. Uh, Regular listeners will remember some weeks back, I spoke to Donal Waters from Blackstone Motors, our show sponsors, of course. Uh, We value them uh, dearly. And Donal came in to tell me about an incident, a serious and almost fatal cardiac incident he suffered earlier in the year. And he was the first time he'd spoken about it in public and it was really touching and really moving. Well, let me tell you, Donald is back on the line with me today. I'll say hello to Donald. Hello, Donald. Welcome back. Hi, Jerry. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for joining us again. And on the other line is a gentleman called Warren Matthews. Hello, Warren. Hello, Jerry. Hi there, Donald. How's things? Very good. Donald hears you there, I hear you, and late lunch listeners all hear you too. Well, Warren, perhaps you'll pick up the story from there. You heard that interview. I did, yes. Yeah, I, suppose, um, I suppose I have the privilege of taking photos for Loud Ladies, um, LGFA, um, and I'd know Donald from, uh, I suppose, his, his fantastic support and uh, sponsorship of Loud Ladies Gaelic Football. Um, I suppose in early, I think it was November, um, I noticed a post on the Loud Ladies Facebook page um, from uh, Liam O'Neill, the uh, chairperson from Loud Ladies, mm. um, had a comment on it like, you know, something on the lines of, I don't have a listen, folks. Uh, Donald was so, so close to waving us all goodbye. Uh, sort of got my attention. Um, and it had the link back to the LMFM uh, Listen Back interview. Um, I suppose that's where Donald was talking about his, um, his heart attack earlier this year. Um, this stru- did struck a, a chord with me, I suppose, because uh, initially, as I know Donald, from a fitness perspective, he looks after himself. Um, and secondly, um, Donald was about, I think, about five years younger than me, mm. and uh, he just had a heart attack. So uh, that, that was a, a bit of a, I suppose, a come-to-home come, uh, come, come to home moment. Um, I suppose my, my story, I suppose, started um, earlier on this year, I suppose, like, like a lot of people, and I suppose we're coming into that time of year uh, where... Uh, I sort of decided 2022 was uh, the year where I was going to lose that weight and, um, and do a bit of exercise and uh, all that goes with that. Um, so I got my old uh, annual checkup done, uh, started walking, uh, did the, started doing the couch to 5K, lost about two stone in January to April. Um, and uh, what do you call it? Um, <laughs> uh, I suppose I, uh, whilst I was doing those exercises, I now know that my uh, my body was uh, telling me a few signs and uh, and symptoms maybe that I, that I, did, that I ignored. Mm. Um, I suppose on a couple of occasions while I was exercising, I, I'd struggled to get my heart rate back down to like a, um, uh, a normal rate after a longer run. I'm not, I'm not a marathon runner or anything on those lines. It'd be probably a, a short run for most people. Yeah. Um, but I put that down to, I suppose, just overdoing it, I suppose. Mm. Um, and the, uh, even without the exercise, I'd have some, uh, sometimes I'd have a, like a feeling of pressure on my chest combined with a, a, like a slight shortness of breath. Yes. Um, there was no pain, um, just pressure. Uh, and I put that down to, <laughs> I sound like I've fallen apart now, but I, I've got a bit of a hindus, uh, hindus hernia as well, so um, I sort of blocked that away as well. Mm. Uh, got a bit lazy then uh, around about June and in the summer. Um, uh, and um, I suppose I started doing a little bit more walking again in October. Um, and I found I was actually getting out of breath um, just after a brisk walk, which um, wasn't normal. Um, and... Um, uh, I suppose uh, I'll just put it down to general loss of fitness. Um, after listening to the uh, listen back uh, uh, from Donal there, um, it did get me thinking, though, the, the, the signals my body was sending to me. Um, and then I started to worry a little bit. Um, so I booked the appointment for a checkup, um, was referred to for a precautionary heart health check. And then last Thursday, um, I had a cardiograph, an echocardiogram, which all came up good. Um, I was advised to do a, an angiogram. 
um, uh, the following day. Um, and the outcome of the angiogram was um, uh, after it was was basically that I need uh, two stents probably, um, and I'm booked in for that in January 20th uh, next year. So uh, I, um, I while I was um, in the uh, oh, oh, sorry, literally just out of the procedure, I uh, I, <laughs> I emailed Donal to say thank you so much because uh, um, is uh, I suppose. Um, uh, the the trigger of, of of his episode that um made me think to listen to my body and uh, and um and respond uh, appropriately. Well, 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 and you know you didn't have pain as you said, bit of discomfort, yeah. uh, breathlessness or that. But listening to Donald prompted you to go and have this investigated further. And my oh my, thank God you did, Warren Matthews. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, thank you, Donald. <laughs> Donald, come in. And, and thank you guys as well for, for putting it on the radio. Ah, you're so welcome. Donald. Yeah, um, um, I think, listen, your body tells you these signs and, you know, you can get caught up in your life and, you know, just to be, you know, you need to look after yourself. The shortness of breath, uh, the nausea, uh, the sweating, even the pain in your jaw or, you, you know, and these are signs and the, the, your body will tell you these signs. And if if you don't actually listen to them, well, you're going to basically, Mother Nature is going to uh, put manners on you. And uh, it's one of those things, really, at the end of the day, it's, um, and I think I said before, it's like we wouldn't... Uh, you know, if your Wi-Fi went down in your house or so like that, uh, you'd, you'd be on the phone straight away, you know, trying to sort it out. Mm. But, you know, if you had something wrong with yourself, you probably wouldn't be, you know, you would put things off, you know, on the yes. long finger. Mm. And you shouldn't really do that, you know. And uh, as you say, your health is your wealth, you know, and you need to look after yourself. You do. And I remember that day in that interview, and Warren will as well, mm. when you said that to me, that you could have easily gone to work that day yes. and put yes, off you know, uh, going to your GP and then all that ensued yeah. after that. And God, we don't even want to want to think about what w- would yeah. have been the, the outcome of that. How are you, Donal? Listen, I'm feeling great. And uh, as uh, every day is a bonus is my new, uh, is my new slogan, you know. Uh, and even getting ready for Christmas. This is a Christmas, uh, you know, that possibly that I w- w- would not be here, uh, you know, um, um, kind of with the kids and with Santi coming and stuff like that as well. Mm. Um, just every, where before, everything was just, you no know, kind of, um, you know, it was just a day and it was like Groundhog Day. But now I really enjoy each day as it comes. Uh, I'm starting rehab up, uh, heart rehab up in the Loud, um, in in the Lourdes with a, with a great lady called uh, Mary Brady. And, um, and But can I just say to your listeners as well that Heart attacks can happen to anybody. Um, like when I was up in the Matter Hospital uh, and I was getting my operation, there was people in there in their 70s and 80s and probably one of the, uh, the younger uh, patients there. But I am now doing a rehab, uh, a rehab on the, uh, the 5th of January and there are probably about eight people of the same age or um, I'm 49 or from that younger, yes. and we're all, uh, and there's eight people doing that for the, the next eight weeks. Mm. So it's just, just, just think it, it can happen to anybody, you know? Yes, and that is an important message to get across. Warren, for you, yeah. uh, between now and having the stents inserted and that, have you to take it easy? What about Christmas and the New Year? What's the story there? Well, for me, I've basically been told, yeah, don't, don't, don't do any silly runs or, or yes. any, um, any silly exercise and, and what have you. Uh, I've been put on a, a course of tablets as well to prepare me for the uh, the uh, procedure in January. Um, but I've been told that um, you know, all going well in January, which I'm sure it will, um, I can uh, then <laughs> go and climb, climb Everest. But um, I, I don't think I'll quite set my, <laughs> my sights that high. <laughs> if you go up the Cooley Mountains, we'll start there, will you? Absolutely. And then you can, can look at the Himalayas beyond that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is a real good story and, and it does show you as well you know that uh, the power of one man's story Donald Waters and here he is and literally you know your life again may have been on the line Absolutely. you know sooner rather than later and yeah. how like to to make an impact with even one person is massive in the context of, of this story but I'm sure others even listening today perhaps will, will benefit uh, as well look I'm okay. delighted to catch up with both of you I really Go, Jerry. Can yeah, I go ahead. Thanks to my lovely. Uh, can I just say thanks to my lovely wife? Yep. And uh, for, for for being the best uh, nurse 
because I, I probably not the best patient um, um, uh, all the time. And then, second of all, congratulations on your uh, broadcasting award as well. Ah, oh, thank you so Donald. much indeed. Okay. I appreciate that, Donald. Thank you. I wish you and your wife and children and family the happiest Christmas and all the best for the new year. And Warren, to you too, Christmas and the new year is going to bring you a new lease of life. All the best to you and yours. And Donald, thanks for those lovely kind you, words Jake. as well. We appreciate thanks, it. Thank you, gentlemen. Take care now. Bye bye. Bye bye. Isn't that just great? Podcast. You see, check out. Don't forget. We podcast this show every day after the show and we share it across social media. And if you miss us, catch up, have a listen. It's well worth it. You never know. That's a life-saving interview. Well, Louise, Donald mentioned it there and we might as well mention it ourselves. We're in great form today because um, late lunch yesterday picked up a gold award in the wireless group of radio stations, which is all our radio stations in the UK and Ireland for Radio Moment of the Year for the second year in a row. Yeah, second year is amazing. Second what year a great in a row. Christmas present. Uh, what a great Christmas gift it really was. The station won another wonderful award for imaging as well. And Sinead, Brasler on Sinead was shortlisted as well. Congratulations uh, to all concerned. It was a very good evening for us at the awards. But we've picked up the goal. Last year it was Saved by an Angel, that wonderful mm-hmm. story. And this year... Bombs away. The story of Brendan Murphy in Kiev. Mm-hmm. We were talking to him, weren't we? Live in Kiev at the it start was only of the a, war. A few days into the war, That's wasn't it? it? Yeah, and, and he was desperate. He really didn't know if he'd get out. He did not. And in the course of the conversation, we'll play it for you a little later on. Mm-hmm. If we don't get it, we'll play it tomorrow for you. I promise you. It's only short. Uh, but anyway, it was nerve wracking, though, wasn't it? That it was. Day? We were like, it was. <gasps> you could hear the bombers. Actually, if you listen carefully to it, you can hear the Russian bombing contingent coming in on the sky. Oh, right overhead and he just was talking to me and he says I gotta go I gotta go and he was gone and we didn't know whether he was you can nearly hear your heart yeah, beating yeah. after that it was I just, just I had to stop Whoa. yeah absolutely I would stop so me in my him. tracks we eventually tracked we him down him. and then later we knew him. he was safe yeah we knew he was safe but uh, it was the drama of war live on LMFM's late lunch we're delighted we thank the judges for choosing us this time again and uh, really really appreciated and very very grateful indeed late lunch LMFM radio well we're going to give her a, a call uh, in a moment do you remember her with me on Friday Jessica Morgan she was up for auction in Carnaross Mart. Did she? In, did she get a buyer? Stay with us. Well, did the wife get a farmer? Hello, Jessica Morgan. Hello, how are you? <laughs> it's great to catch up with you. I'll tell you, you were that busy and that popular, so we couldn't get hold of you the last couple of days. Anyway, you went in the ring on Monday. We auctioned off. Yeah. How much did you make? Um, fourteen hundred, but all, and then we went around with a bucket, so we've over four grand. Made. Oh, you see, all them old farmers have the money in the pockets of their coats, so we always knew that anyway. <laughs> the married ones. Um, oh, yeah. Sure, sure thing. Over 4,000. And what's your charity? Yeah, but most of it would be going to Down Syndrome, Ireland. Ah, good on you, Jessica. Now, were you bought by somebody at the mark, because this was an online thing as well, or was it an online bid that won? It was an online bid that won. Ooh! You know this boy, do you? I have a fair There's an old rumour that you know him for sure, and he is. Uh, he, we were talking about back, the back and the frontage and everything which you last Friday. This boy has a bit of, bit of, bit of land, has he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, listen, I'm telling you. So you know him as well. So, is there any plans? Have you anything set up for the date, or is it still in the planning stage? It's still in the planning stage after Christmas, early January. Oh, this is something else. Fantastic. And it, again, you said you'd like a nice meal in a restaurant in Dublin. Do you think uh, the, the the Volkswagen Passat will, will, will go that far with the price of diesel? <laughs> I'd like to hope so. <laughs> I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. He's a catch yeah. for sure in you. What's the reaction been like? Family with your family, your colleagues there in Carnaross, Mart. I'm sure they're all delighted and they were the money you raised number one yeah like it is we, we like last year obviously it was three grand who so were delighted to be over that and it's been a bit of crack and a bit of fun and I've had loads of messages and that so it's it's nice to see that a lot of people was behind that last great rumour has it you have a list of all the names and numbers if this doesn't work out you can go to number two on the list and three and four and five is that right yeah I'm not I'm not ruling on it now, now. Ooh, so. good on you 
That's really yeah. cool. Anyway, you're happy with the man who made the bid and you do have a bit of a knowledge of him and the date is going to happen and you are delighted with the money raised for charity and the prospect of love in 2023, Jessica. Yes. This time next year now, I could be inviting you to my wedding. Oh, be the Lord. Wouldn't <laughs> that be the story and a half? Louise, we better get the orders in for the top hat tails and the new dress as well at this stage. We are confident. That's a confident remark from a young woman, I have to say. A really confident remark. Wouldn't this be just the story of 2023? If it happens, there you go. I know, I know. Ah, listen, you're one of the best. Thank you so much for joining me again today. Happy Christmas and New Year and all the best. Same to you. Thanks very much. Bye-bye, Jessica. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. She got the date, Jessica Morgan. Isn't it just fantastic? It really is time. Yes, the nanny will treat on late lunch for us in the station here. It's the 14th year of the best Christmas pudding in the North East. Can you believe it? It's the title. It's the title everyone wants. But we have a wonderful hamper to give away. And... We've missed them for the last few years. They haven't been with us to judge, but they're back this year. Women with Opinions on Late Lunch to judge the pudding and more besides. I'm delighted to welcome from Sage and Stone, Kira Burke, Sinead C. Cavanagh, the Holistic Parent. Welcome. And Marie Cairns, formerly producer of the Michael Reed Show on LMFM Radio, back with us today. Welcome one and all. Thank you, Thank you Jerry. Jerry. Congratulations again on yet another award. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Every time we come in here, we were congratulating <laughs> another award. I have a shopping bag here. Look. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're tasting the first pudding mm, as because we, just, we wanted to make a head start on this. What do you make of the first pud? What do you think of it? What do you think of the first pudding? Tasty, very moist, a yes. little bit too moist for me. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but that's that's neither here. I neither. like the moist. You like that, Marie? Yeah, you yes, like that I pudding, Sinead? I do. It's lovely, I'm moist and big time here. Yeah, it's 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 a bit too moist for me as well little bit of bitterness at the end of it there. Okay. The aftertaste. I'm not giving the names because and you don't know the names either. Let's be fair about this. This no. is a complete neutral judging by the by the girls. I have to say. So look at. I had quite a few puddings, so we had to have a pre-taste yesterday evening late, which we did, and we, myself and Louise, had another look at them this morning. So what we've done, we've whittled it down to the top three. We want to thank everybody who sent their puddings in. So in no particular order, the as they say in Strictly Come Dancing, I love that, <laughs> uh, the top three this year are Rita Daly, Mary Finnegan, and there's a gentleman in there. Pat Lochran is short. I, I don't mean to be, you know, surprised by that. Men make great buttons as well. You are the top three this year. You, one of you, are going to be crowned. I want to say a big thank you. The Butterleys in Dunlear. Three members of the same family made different puddings and they sent them in. And they are lovely, to be honest with you. It's very difficult. You know, when you have a load of puddings to... I think Pat Lochran has made that uh, top three before. Has he? Do you, does that name ring a bell? Does it with you? Yeah. Maura Buckley, she's always there or thereabouts for sure. Uh, Anne McAvoy from Dunlear. And there's more there as well. We're all in the hunt as well. But the top three again are Rita Daly, Pat Lochran and Mary Finnegan. So well girls, done. will you... Well, congratulations yes, well to you. Done. Yes, And thanks Fantastic. to everybody. Like, it's, it's just great that people... People send the pub. come and deliver them to the bloody door here as well. It's great. Will you mark out of ten that first pudding for me? Don't show it to me yet. So put number one on your sheet at the side and the mark beside it. Oh, is that okay? No, we'll we'll taste another pudding in a minute. But you know, you're here to chat to me about the year gone by. Really, well, we have to start most recently. Argentina winning yes. the World Cup. Super. Oh, magic, wasn't it? Despite all the controversy yes. leading up to it, but it was fantastic to see them win. I have to say, I wasn't even really watching it, Jerry. I'll be honest. That's okay. But I got caught up then mm. in this excitement of Messi, and I know you've your dog, Messi, so I you am. must be a Messi fan. Yeah. I am. <laughs> I thought it was unbelievable. I wasn't. Watch, yeah. I mean, you know, Mick watches it all the time, but I absolutely. That, we actually had three laptops at work, and all the lads were. Oh, we have to see the match. We have to see the match. Mm. So all the customers were looking around it as well. Like we don't have TV in St. John's Hall. But we took the laptops out and we put them all up around the place. And the crack was 90. Oh my, it was yeah. unbelievable. Sinead, are you a sportswoman? Did you watch the World Cup? Is it your cup of tea? Yeah, I would normally yeah, kind of engage, especially in the, the international stuff. Um, yes. I I decided controversially perhaps that I wasn't watching it this yes, year yeah. because of its location. the issues mm. yeah. yeah yeah fair and enough and just just so much just for me yeah didn't sit right at all yeah, so I just thought I can't do a lot yeah 
but I can do this. Okay, so, so you, it didn't go on in our house. Did you know Argentina won it? Yes, and I Messi. Know. You know the story with Messi and everything. Yeah, well, I not hugely, but I did see a picture. I presume that was him that got the hugs off his mommy oh on the pitch. Oh my god, was they, 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 but you know what? Was I that just him? I loved that. About Being a parent, you know, yeah. that's that's in <laughs> yeah, my yeah. realm. Yeah, that's in my yeah. sphere. But. No, I'm just saying that I obviously I would have been aware of Messi, but not as big a fan maybe as somebody that follows yes. soccer all yes. the time. Oh, but then I found myself caught up in the whole you know dream of him winning a World Cup after all of years of playing football yes. and being such a fantastic yeah. footballer. You know what you should so, do, all do, watch the documentary on the BBC iPlayer if you can about him. Yes. It oh. was screened just before the World Cup and it's still there. It shows him from his four years of age. Oh, oh fabulous. Back in Argentina, well, how great a player he was from a little guy. Yeah. And all he had to contend with and coming to Spain and everything. Watch it because you'll even you know love, love him more. Well, he seems to be very much a family he person. He is, hugely. Yes. And married, which, married the love of his life his sweetheart. the were there yes. and it was fantastic. Yeah, story. it's fantastic. And yeah. you know, uh, I, I love I, seeing documentaries like that. Yeah. Yeah. I will That's watch it. My, yeah. Do watch it. I recommend yes. it to listeners yeah. as well. And right, you're right. Messi, my dog, we called him <laughs> after him many moons ago. Our Messi is 13 years of age now, so it's back then and we threw it out to the late lunch listeners when Deirdre Hurley was here and they, we had four <laughs> names and the listeners picked Messi as the name but I'll tell this again after the show when I picked the name I got a call from a dog psychologist who said to me don't go with that name Jerry." and I said why? Messy by name Messy by nature and I said (laughs) it's not M-E-S-S-Y So he's going to start playing football is he a good footballer? (laughs) footballer. M-E-S-S-I and she wasn't aware of the football and then she says oh that's okay that's okay then (laughs) that's the thing anyway we were delighted for, for Messi to win the World Cup do you want to have a little nibble of number two? Sinead, here you are. I'll let like, you do, Mammy, and just pass it around well, there. Well, did you say that about messy, my nature? My dog is called Monty, and he mounts Monty <laughs> everything. <laughs> so maybe that's true. <laughs> There's ways of dealing with that and I'll talk to you off air as well. I know how to sort, sort that problem out for dogs. Anyway, the other big story of the year, like when you talk about big stories, the passing of Queen Elizabeth. You know, you know this dilemma in Ireland. No, yes. no, the have had we've no interest in them they're you know all those things that went on and that is true because I mean you know with with our politics and our past and our history but putting all that to one side you can't but have admired the Queen Mm. we all grew up with her she was always part of what was going on in the world and especially across the water and her like her death was sad for Mm. the British people and worldwide I think there was an awful lot of people that were hugely Mm. you know sad about it Um, I was sad about it I have to say my daughter got a flight over to um, pay her respects She's only she's in college. She says, "But there, I'm after getting a nine ninety flight, yes. and I'm going over to see the Queen, and I'll come back tonight." And um, so she just wanted to go over and be part of the whole thing. And she she got a letter from the Queen a few months ago, or a few years ago. Yes, okay. and she said, "I want to go over." And so, like, she's a bit mad, but um, <laughs> her daughter, yeah, yes, my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apple doesn't fall. Hey, well, you said it, Kira. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> past that, Marie. Did you have a taste of the pudding yeah, number two? Is that it there yeah, beside you? You've had it, Sinead, yeah. and Kira has, and and, and, and yeah. uh, Marie is now. Uh, what about in in your world, uh, Sinead Cavanagh? Are we talking about the pudding now or the Queen? Queen. Oh, the Queen. I I'm not a, I'm not a royalist, yes. but I I do have great admiration for somebody who has given up their entire life for, as they say, for service. And it is the loss of it is is was palpable. I think. Mm. And she worked. You know, if you think about it, she worked to nearly you know, the day before she, she died when she greeted Liz yeah, Truss. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know, when you think about that, and, and we we looked at her that day, and we knew mm. it would be soon, but not yeah. as soon mm. as it actually happened. You know what I mean? No. But you know what I I think I'm just throwing my tuppence worth in here. From Philip died. Oh, I see. Really, yeah. She sunk yeah. like a stone, didn't she? But she absolutely yeah. adored him. Yeah. And he adored her. Mm. Like, so, you know, mm. some. But you hear that all the time. Yeah, People, yeah. the love of their life, and they go very shortly afterwards. It's like, absolutely. I can't. Yeah. Do you know, if you're, if you're that ingrained, and, and it doesn't matter where they spent their time and how far apart they spent time and where yeah. it's it's a it's an emotional connection and it becomes a, nearly a biological connection. It does. And when it that that 
extra beat is gone. It's like yeah, it's gone, know? and it was probably the story of the year. Now, pudding number two has been tasted mm. by yes. Kira yeah. Marie yeah. and Sinead. Would you do me the favour again? Number two on your sheet. Leave a little space between them, and your mark out of ten, please, for pudding number two. Which is one of three, as I said. It is either Mary Finnegan's, it's either Pat Lochran's, or it's either Rita Daly's. They do not know the girls. I do know which is which, to be honest with you. Um, now, let's just t- uh, take up on something else while, and we'll get the third pudding when we come back after the break. Um, the war. The war in Ukraine, Kirabok, and the fallout from it that continues today. And I just see Putin has announced he now has a missile that can be loaded with nuclear and hit America. He's just after announcing that, that he has this capability now. Where does this end? I have no idea because you're dealing with an individual who's crazy. I watched in my sickbed yesterday, I watched the David Letterman uh, documentary with Mm. um, Vladimir Zelensky. And I have to say, there is not one other person I could think of that would have called and got the support of his nation than that charismatic man. He is unbelievable. And he just has a way about him. And he's he's just so caring and charismatic and passionate about his country. And I do not think that there was one other person I know or leader that would have been able to, that the country would have got behind. Zelensky. Yeah. And I think he will win. He's gone. He's going to the States, you know, to address the Senate. Yes. Uh, And I mean, again, it just shows the the charisma of the man and his abilities as well, that he's able, you know, to reach out. And he's spoken to every country nearly in the the Western world at this stage. But to go then to America, what will you get? That's going to be the big question now. That and where will question. that lead mm. yeah. in this war? That's the worry. Well, his it's wife the, went there the a while as well. And she got a lot more. She she went to say, you know, look, you know, support has kind of stopped. So can we? So she went to rally the troops. To drum, it, there, up drum again. it up again. And then he, he's gone over there. But I mean, like Putin, you're, deal- you're not dealing with a proper man, like mm. a sane no, man. No, he's not going to be a maniac. And, and the very scary thing around about it is that he is surrounded by people willing to protect him. Mm. So it's, you know, you think of, of Bin Laden at the time and, and how, you know, there was there was intervent- there were interventions put in place to try and solve that problem. Um, and that's not a possibility because there's such, and, and, you know, Russia has always had such, uh, that long arm of threat and that long arm towards everybody. The first thing I thought about when I heard the news this morning at, at uh, six o'clock was uh, that, you know, when uh, Zelensky was going to the States, was he, it's not the first time Putin's taken a plane out of the sky. Mm. That's, it, it straight away went through my mind yeah, and I went, please let him get out yes, of European airspace. That, that is a big worry. It's not so the first it. time. But... <laughs> where does this end where does it go what is the is there logical at the end of the day they're going to have to sit down everybody the support is solid for Ukraine still from Europe and America it if is. that fractured at all well you know it could be a different ballgame but at the end of the day how are wars ended they sit round tables and there's agreement and that's going to happen have to happen one way or the other third pudding there well let's have your views Marie what did you think of the third pudding there what's your view on it it was lovely uh, very tasty yes it uh, wasn't my top one okay alright that's okay Kira. I'd need more custard with that one okay. uh, than, than the others. Yes. Because I thought it was quite dark. Yes. You know, those dark puddings. And yes. I'm not a fan of dark puddings. I like a more medium. But uh, it was very tasty. Like, they're clearly yes. all very yeah, tasty. Yes. Yeah. Sinead, tell me. Tell I me. Was, yeah, because I was like, where is it going? There's three of them. So texture, <laughs> it was number two. <laughs> Flavour, it was number one. Yes. But it still wouldn't be my pudding. Okay, that that, that's alright, that's alright. Yeah. We, we love your comments. I have the vote. Oh, by the way, I went to say this, maybe I'm a bit late saying it. If there's a tie, I okay. have the casting vote. That's alright. Because I've tasted all three myself. Is that okay? That's, that's I've only okay. one vote. I just but only if it's a tie. Who gets the puddings to take home? Um, oh, yeah, okay. And I'll yeah. take home number three if that's the case. <laughs> No, no, and he's already given them all. Seamus Farley is, uh, has his uh, name on the list and Danny McAvoy. Anyway, that, look, let's, we, we have puddings. We have plenty of puddings. Anyway, <laughs> I want to sort of finish off today with the result. But first, before all that, I want you, uh, in this year of difficulty, and, you know, for a lot of people, it's been a huge struggle. <clears throat> and people have had good times as well, but the human spirit will always endure. I always say that, and goodness. Have you something that you can tell us that will lift the spirits. It's something good that happened to you this year, Kira Burke. 
I'll start with you. Go on, you're on the spot. The others now have time to think. It's desperate in the class when you're that picked out first, isn't it? That wasn't the question that you wasn't put the game. Was that, No, that wasn't what Positive? You something positive in your yeah. life? Well, for 2023. Yeah. Oh, you, you want to, to look... Okay, okay, so are we I'm looking ahead? Forward. I can look back first if you want. Yeah. We'll, because we'll, we'll I had back. a wedding last year. Okay. Yes, you okay. So go I ahead. know you did too, Jerry. Yes, I did. But First wedding in my family. In my family, Yes. our daughter got married. So that was absolutely, Megan, that was absolutely fantastic. It was beautiful. And I also had my niece got married which was another fantastic day after Covid and the last couple of years and you know sadly we lost our dad in Mm. the middle of Covid and we did terrible time as a Mm. family because there was no wake and it was just an awful time but then to to be able to have these family occasions obviously we missed him shocking but you do have to show your resilience and you know get back up there and, and live your life and yeah. we had fantastic celebrations over the summer and that really brought joy yeah, into our lives when you, when you see other people so happy as well yeah. yes um, it just gives you a sense of you know good zest for life yeah. and, yes uh, we could dance as well which was great and with music <laughs> and all the Singing. things that we missed you, you appreciate all those little things now you I think do. Yeah. That, we didn't, that we didn't pre-Covid yeah. we yes. took everything well, no, for granted exactly. mm. we took everything for granted so on. those were highlights of your yes. really great year for yes. you now Kira, are you looking ahead to 23? I'm looking ahead I've okay. had a great year Jerry. since right. Covid I've worked really hard even through Covid and Brought bounce back this year. It was we had a good year. Stop tapping that desk because I think you're trying to get out of the place. I we had a good here. year, and but I work seven days a week, and I'm, I'm there open seven days a week. Yes, and, and invariably I'm kind of I live beside the business, and I'm there. So I've decided for 2023 and forevermore, I'm closing on Sundays. That's it. I'm taking my Sundays back from my family and from my staff. So Sage and Stone, it's officially announced on LMFM Radio today yeah. from the new year. From the new year, no would, Sundays. No Sundays. There you go. I am. Uh, we are open Monday to Saturday. We're busy Monday to Saturday. We, we do a lot of stuff outside stage and so on, catering and yes. all that kind of stuff. So we've decided, you know what? We're going to just leave Sunday as a day of rest. Well, Which was what it was juice. before yeah. for yes. so long. Yes. yes. You're so and right. I'm just going to say, you know, it's not all about money because we'll be six foot under for long enough. Yes. 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 And I want to spend time, precious time that I have with my family and with my friends and with... Um, There's a phone call already. <laughs> you can't close on Sundays. That's a phone call coming in already That's from exactly a customer it. saying, oh That's no, exactly oh no, <laughs> I don't believe the news we're hearing yeah. on LMFM's late lunch today. this afternoon. Yes, you <laughs> Anyway, that's my, that's mine, and I can't wait. For you're it. you're so right because yeah. life is too short. Yeah. You know what? I'd love if the world closed down on a Sunday because they do yes. it in Europe. It's a lot of places in like mm. yeah, France, Germany. They don't yes. open on Sundays, and people have their lives. They have yes. you know they go to the park with the kids. They go to yeah. they don't go to shopping malls with their kids. Mm. For the day. That's the, that became the day out. That yeah. became the day out was to go to the supermarket, go to the shopping centres, mm. go travel to the shopping centre you wouldn't normally go to, and bring the whole family. And that's. And that's just ingratiating consumerism into it kids is. and not being outdoors and not connecting because it's all about things and it's not about people. And exactly. There's no yeah. emotional. Can, I mean, how emotional can you get standing in the queue and done? Like, all done. of the talk of the four day week, you know, people talking about the four day week. And I was like, four day week? I'm still on trying to get down from a seven day week. Never mind a four day week. Big announcements. Yeah. Sinead Kavanagh. Backwards so, or forwards? Well, you'd want to reflect. I'm going. Go I'm going. Well, I, I, I had to go backwards to be able to go forward. Okay. I'm going to. Very good. So, like that, had a difficult COVID period. I lost my aunt. Lost my dad. Um, you know, just that whole thing about connections. You realise who you're close to and who you're not close to, and you realise that the time you spend with people, they mightn't be the people that you need to be spending the time with because, um. How how does that work for you, for each other? Do you know what yes. I mean in terms of enriching your lives? Yes. And so um, it's wonderful to be able to know that there are, as we call them, our family, the friends who become family yes. as well. Do you know that you build that network around you? Um, and for me, that's really important. So going forward, it's all about the conscious connections that I have in 2023. Um, I uh, took on a mantle <laughs> last week, which was an accident an accidental post. Uh, I, I'm now president of Network Ireland Mead. Very um, good. Which I didn't Congratulations. Know. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I didn't know when I stepped up as vice president in February that that You're was an automatic thing. Yes. That came as a surprise <laughs> six weeks later. And uh, not sure, still not sure how I feel about it. But look, 
uh, I ta- I'm taking it on and in some ways for me it's good because I would be very backward about putting myself and my business yes. forward and so the fact that I'm actually uh, stepping forward for others and on behalf of others it's now for the good of the village so I'm now going to be courageously visible for myself ah, good on whilst you. doing so good on network. Good so on that you. for me is kind of yes. yeah it's going to yes. you know Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. Like, well, there's well so done. much to look forward to. Now, will we reveal your tasting, winners, your yes, taste buds yes. winners? Little, uh, little runner, little build up there on the drums. And the winner to be crowned just now, best Christmas pudding in the Northeast 2022, LMFM Radio, late launch. The title, after a very close battle, I mean, there's not much between no, the top three. The champion this year is Rita Daly. Congratulations, Woo! Rita. I think Rita's won before. I think she <laughs> that has. Name is, we'll have to yeah. check back. Anyway, we'll be giving Rita a shout tomorrow. Well done. Thanks to our shortlisted final three as well. Absolutely brilliant. Pat Lochran and Mary Finnegan. Love your pods as well. To everyone else who sent them in, thank you so much. But Rita wins the big hamper and the title of Best Christmas Pudding in the Northeast 2022. Delighted to have you with us today. It's really a pleasure to have you in studio. With the new year coming, I may first of all wish you all and your families a happy and peaceful Christmas. Uh, to you, Marie Cairns, pastures new, new doors open in 2023. Wish you all the best. Six day week for Kira Burke and Sage and Stone. <laughs> Looking forward. And Miss Sinead Kavanagh, helping others, leading, stepping up to the mark in our community. Good luck to you too, with your business as well and all you do. Thank Jerry, you. what about you? Thank you, Jerry. What about you? What are you doing? 2023. 2023. What am I doing in 2023? Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue to enjoy my family and my four grandchildren especially. Yeah, I love yes. them to bits. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to continue enjoying all I do, my golf and my fishing and my football and my travel as well. I'm going to hopefully have the health and well health, health and well-being yeah. to continue this. You know, I, yeah. I love it. Late yeah. lunch every day, going into our 15th year next year. Amazing. And you know what I am in my life? And I want to tell you, I was talking to friends of mine the other night. I am so content in my life. Well, I that is don't worth desire anything. Yeah, isn't it amazing? Anything. Yeah. That's worth millions. I don't desire billions. anything. Yeah. I, I've, I have everything yeah. I want. And We're you might, very lucky. So yeah. very lucky. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. 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 As long as that woman in there. Do you see that woman in behind oh, your back there? That lovely Louise. Do you see that lovely Louise Walsh there? She's going to make, she's gonna help me there. to make next year the year see, I want it to be as well. You're very lucky. You have a great woman at home. Behind every great man. I have to say, you have another great woman in studio. My radio wife, she'll kill yes. me for. I'm going to be murdered for saying that now. She's gone. She's gone out the door. I just ruined it before the end of the year. Anyway, seriously, you're right. You are right. There's no doubt about it. It is a fact. And that's all I can say in life. To be content in your life is amazing. the greatest thing you can have. Wonderful. And I have it at this point in time. Well, isn't that lo- long wonderful to be able to say that? Anyway, God bless you all. Thank yeah, you for joining you. me. Thank Merry you Christmas. Thank you very much. Merry Merry care. Care. Bye-bye. 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 The most played Christmas song ever in the world, Mr. Bing Crosby and White Christmas on your late lunch this afternoon. To Jerry and Louise, greetings from Italy. May Christmas night shine for you with light, grace and love. That comes in from Tommy, Sheila, Emma, Elish, Christopher and Aoife O'Rourke, very good friends of ours in Italy, formerly from Dundalk. And it's a lovely card. Look at it. It says, Buon Natale. Felici Anno Nuovo. So happy Christmas and all the very best for the new year. Thank you so much, Tommy, for thinking of us again this year. We love your card. Another one here to everybody at LMFM, to Jerry and Louise from Pat and Regina and family from uh, the Lokers in Blackrock and County Loud. The Milk Bottle Man, we remember you well, of course, Pat, with your milk bottle for sure. Thank you for your lovely card. And another one there to Jerry with very best wishes from Nancy Lynch. Ah, oh, Nancy, so enjoyed chatting to you on your radio show a few weeks ago from Snipe Hill. Cottage. What a lovely name and a beautiful card as well. We love them all. Thank you and we wish you all a happy Christmas and all the very best for the new year. Santa's little helper, ho, 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 left a huge donation with me yesterday for the Gary Kelly Cancer Support Centre. I called in there this morning and I gave it to them. Santa's little helper, they are so grateful for your donation. You are such a generous man. You really are. And your money is really, really appreciated. And Anne and everybody there, thank you from their hearts. They have it now delivered by myself 
this morning. Thank you so much. He is a very good friend of ours on Late Lunch and he's the man behind Mythical Ireland and I'm delighted to have him with me on Winter Solstice, the shortest day of the year. Anthony Murphy, welcome back to Late Lunch. Hello, Jerry. It's happy great to see you again. To you and all your listeners. Yes, and it is happy solstice. And hey, I was so jealous yesterday when I saw those pictures of you <laughs> right inside of Newgrange yesterday on the 20th. Well, there's a little secret, Jerry. Okay. Just between you and me, strictly. All right. I hope no one else is listening. Okay. If you, you know, if you don't win the lottery to go into the chamber, if you go to the monument on the solstice days and you form a queue, you get into the chamber immediately after the solstice winners come out. A lot of people don't know that. You just go to the monument. Now, on the 21st, you have to go to the visitor centre because yes. the roads are closed. Yes. But say yesterday, tomorrow, Friday. Uh, and that's what I'll do. I'll be back there tomorrow and maybe Friday as well. And you, know. you still saw that light, even though when the main contingent who won the right to be in there were gone, the light was still coming in. Yeah, the light shines into the chamber for 17 minutes, but it shines into the passage for quite a long time afterwards. Yes. Because it takes a while for the sun's position to move sufficiently. So you, you go in there, as I say, and you're looking at the light streaming up the passageway. It's just not reaching the chamber by mm. the time you get in. Mm. Um, that's lovely to be in there. The other thing is, you know, I haven't been in Newgrange since 2019 and last year was a bit strange. The live stream, which was brilliant, you know, mm. was viewed by hundreds of thousands of people around the world. But it was very dark last year for the three public days. Yes. I was at the monument and it was raining and it was dark and overcast. And you came away with that feeling of being just being a bit glum and gloomy. Mm. Yesterday and today were magnificent really, really lifts the spirits, you know. It's amazing because there's an undoubted religious aspect and spiritual aspect to what they did in constructing those monuments. And when you've seen it, and I've been in the chamber for the solstice in 2010, and when you've seen that, it, it hits you right, it hits you in the heart. You come away from it going, yeah, now I think I get it. There's, um, what's the word, there's an ecstasy almost about it, you know. It's just one of those rare things in the middle of winter, longest nights, shortest days. The sun rises and on a good clear day, this beautiful golden light streams into the dark interior of that monument. And you feel in a way as if that light has entered your own soul, you know. And it's difficult to come away from Newgrange on these days without sort of a little kick in your step, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and just a smile on your face. And to see all the people there this morning. Huge crowd this morning. Yeah. The biggest, uh, I would say, one of the biggest crowds I've ever seen. Mm. Um, and it was clear that people just wanted to celebrate. Yeah. They wanted to celebrate, hopefully, the end of the pandemic, you know, and also the coming of the, the brighter days, yes. you know. Yeah. And, you know, when you say those words, they really touch. I can just envisage, you know, what you said there, that lifting of the spirits and boy do we need our spirits lifted at this time will you confirm or deny is today the solstice this debate every year yeah. it's the 20th it's the 21st oh, it today is the solstice but what you need to understand Jerry, about the definition of solstice people say it's the shortest day of the year technically it is but this, the latest sunrise and the earliest sunset don't occur on the same day no the technical definition of solstice is the minimum declination of the sun In other words, if you're able to plot a grid in the sky and watch how far north of the celestial equator the sun goes, that's midsummer, and how far south it goes, that's midwinter, its minimum declination is the lowest it can go. In other Mm. words, uh, at the meridian, when the sun is the highest in the sky today, I say the highest, that is the lowest point you will see the sun at for the entire year. And it'll start to turn gradually again. Mm. But the fascinating thing is, people always say to me, every year without fail, I share pictures and videos and all the rest from Newgrange, and people say, you know, on the 20th and the 21st and the 23rd and the 19th. And they say, I thought this was only on the 21st. And they don't understand that the sun stands still at the solstice. It's been rising in the southeast and gradually slowing down and it comes to a standstill and then it gradually starts moving again. Actually, if you look at the sun's position, if you have a clear horizon on the east from your house, if you look at the sun as it rises uh, in the east throughout the year, it actually works like a pendulum. It swings fastest at the equinoxes and slowest at the reaches a stop at the solstices. That's what solstice means, standing still. Sun, mm. greenstad mm. in Irish, stopped sun. But it's very gradual. And we now know something we didn't know before about Newgrange. So the question has been asked for decades. How long before and after the 21st does the sun enter the chamber of Newgrange? 
not having studied it, nobody was ever able to say for sure. And it was generally accepted that maybe a week or so, a week either side of the solstice. But because of the pandemic last year, uh, a study led by Frank Prendergast and Claire Tuffy uh, involving equipment, measuring equipment and cameras, ascertained that the last day upon which the sun was in the chamber of Newgrange was the 8th of January, which means the sun is actually shining into the chamber of Newgrange for 18 days before and after the winter solstice. So for, for a total of 36 days, which is more than a month, Incredible. if you think about it. So that's how much it slows down. It's a very gradual movement. So we celebrate today the turning of the year, but we don't get too excited about it because we won't really notice a good stretch in the evenings until later in January, early mm. February, particularly for St. Bridget's Day, yes. when the sun starts to take off again like a rocket. Mm. You know, and you see a massive increase in the length of day between there and Bialtana at the beginning of May. Yes. You know, so uh, now I, 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 I'm going to really annoy the OPW because they're all friends of mine and I know they're all slapping their faces when I say this, but there's a huge opportunity there to stretch out the solstice event. You see, I think the difficulty is it's difficult to manage those numbers the OPW staff are up at six o'clock every morning this week. They're opening the centre. They're welcoming the guests. They're organising buses and all of that. There is an opportunity here to extend the solstice observations by the public. Because the thing is, in the wintertime, the first tour at Newgrange isn't until, I think it's maybe half nine, maybe even ten o'clock in the morning. Mm. But the sunrise event is nine o'clock. Um, there's an opportunity there because they're, uh, before the pandemic, there were 35,000 people entering the lottery for, what, 10 spaces each day for five days for 50 spaces. So the odds are stacked against you. I know this because I entered the lottery <laughs> <laughs> over the years and I, I never got picked. Um, you know, there's a, there's an opportunity there to extend it out. But I think that study has shown us something uh, quite interesting about Newgrange. That it's not definitely not a one day thing. It's a season, really. Yes. It's. They are the quote unquote shortest days. The sun is seen to gradually come to a standstill and then to start gradually moving the other way. And that almost imperceptible movement is, I think, all the more obvious in a chamber where you're watching a narrow beam of light on a dark floor, you know. So as well as the religious aspect, there's the science. Mm. These people were scientists. Mm. They were studying, you know, astronomy. Unbelievable. You know, Uh, you'll never be picked from that ballot. (laughs) <laughs> after suggesting this month long no <laughs> I'd say they'd be cursing me right now saying, have, uh, we, got a, have we not got enough work to do they won't they love you but it is just a remarkable scientific thing that how the hell did they ever and you know what I'm sitting here thinking I'm thinking of this little planet we live on I'm thinking of the sun and the universe and the mystery and magic of it and yet mankind is hell bent on destroying, destroying this place where we live, Anthony. It's shocking, isn't it? Well, I think um, it's been a creeping thing and all of a sudden it's it's been ringing the bells for a few decades now. I remember when I was young, global warming was the phrase. Now it's climate change. But the bigger issue, I think, is the biodiversity loss, Mm. which is really screaming at us now. And what it's screaming at us is you know, you need to change very rapidly. And the thing is, human intervention with biodiversity can result in substantial uh, undoing of damage, substantial change. I wonder, I just wonder if the builders of Newgrange were, you know, here today, what they would lament about uh, our our attitudes. And I suspect it would be an awful lot. Not that they were necessarily, I mean... Jerry, the other thing about Newgrange is let's not over-romanticise it. It's beginning to look now as if Newgrange was built by a megalomaniac. You know, a god king. We used to think that Newgrange was this lovely thing that was built by a community that was really in tune with each other and all the rest. But if you look at history, human history, and you look at any lavish monuments, monumental architecture around the world, by and large, that is built in a stratified or structured society where somebody's in charge. And there's a guy there buried in Newgrange they found in 2020, they published results of a DNA study whose parents were first degree incestuous parents. They were brother and sister, probably. His mother and father were brother and sister. Now, that's the sort of thing that stands out as, you know, one of these royal dynasties uh, that, that this gentleman may have been considered or may have considered himself to be 
you know, a god and may have been deified. And mm-hmm. he's commanding all the people to build New Grange. And if you look at the uh, monument itself, again, another thing about bringing those builders into the modern day, if they were there this morning and they saw all the people who were clambering in and out of the chamber, I wonder would they say, oh, this is horrific, because I suspect that back then access to the chamber was only for the elite. And the rest of us were outside, which mm. is kind of like what happens. <laughs> society today. You know, um, <laughs> yes, but that's it. Society is, yeah, is still structured. You know, you, you mentioned know? biodiversity and I think of war as well and this nuclear threat and all this type of stuff. I don't even go down that road today. Look, time's going to be a shortly. I want to mention two quick things. Um, tell me about Site Z or Site Z that's close to Newgrange. Yes. Do you believe there is a, uh, there was another uh, well, it's there. I it's mean, there, the, the sockets were found by O'Kelly during his excavations. And um, a friend of mine, Matthew Kelly, who's a drone pilot who has found a number of monuments, uh, has reconstructed that monument using 3D software. Mm. And uh, it's very interesting because you get to see what it might have looked like. And it's right next to Newgrange, 20 metres from Newgrange, in the same field. You, you walk past it when you're at Newgrange and you never think that there's another. It was destroyed sometime in recent centuries for probably for agricultural purposes so they could... And you believe the, the, the light went in there as well? Oh, it's not a, a belief. It's, it's, it's a fact, it's, is it? it, it, it well... It, it depends. What is an alignment, you know? It mm. doesn't point at a sunrise or a sunset, but a rather a transit of the sun. The sun would have transited and shone in there. Does that have any meaning in the Neolithic? We don't know. But what the reconstruction certainly does show is the monument as it might have been present before it was destroyed. And the fact that the satellite monuments of Newgrange, there's two either side of it. They all have passages that point between the sunrise and the sunset on the solstice. They point to areas in between. And you're like, why Why is Newgrange so precisely aligned on the sunrise and its satellites either side apparently not aligned? And that opens a question as to whether they're watching the transit of the sun on the solstice. They're moving from monument to monument. They're starting at Newgrange, then they're moving to another, and then they're moving to another. There's one of them, a site L on the west of Newgrange, that has a passage pointing due south. What's that about, you know? Is that to do with the sun at the meridian? Is that to do with a star or some bright star that was visible in the nighttime in the Neolithic? I suppose we're dealing uh, with speculation to a large Mm. degree. Mm. But if you want to see the model, it's very interesting. It's on my website, mythicalireland.com. I published that last night. Um, It's interesting just to see what this monument that's now destroyed might have looked like. You know, terrific. We're, we're able to bring uh, ancient history back to life back with to modern life. technology, which is Isn't fantastic. That wonderful. You know, mythicalireland.com. That's the one. Is the web. And I thank you. He comes bearing a lovely gift to me today, Anthony <laughs> Murphy, because here is the 2023 Mythical Ireland calendar. It's absolutely beautiful. Is this Thanks available on the website? It too? is. Yes. yes. Um, and if you're in Ireland and you want one, uh, order it today because tomorrow's the last day for post yes. for Ireland. And if you're outside of Ireland, it won't get there for Christmas. But you know, well, as long as it gets for the there for the month that I can't pronounce February, <laughs> February, February, yeah, you'll definitely have it well in time for that. It might be a few days into the new year, but don't worry about that. You'll have it. The images are beautiful. You are such a talented man. I say this again from your work with Mythical. Ireland, your musical work and everything else besides your books, your writing. And you know what? It's always a pleasure. I I hang on every word when you come to us here and and my listeners do too. I know that as well. I want to wish you all the best for Christmas, you and your family. And we'll be seeing you. (laughs) We'll be seeing your musical prowess on Late Lunch, the final show on Friday. Friday. Yes, we're looking forward to that. Yes, yes. Anthony will be joining us The brass band. Oh, we're looking forward. Jerry, Jerry, very quickly, if I could just say, uh, give a big shout out to the Mythical Ireland community who recently raised €1,300 Euros for two local charities, the Drogheda Homeless Aid and the Drogheda Dolls. Uh, and that money has been handed over. A big thanks to Tom King uh, in particular and the community who are spread out all over the world for digging deep for uh, Boyne Valley Charities, which is brilliant. Well so done big to, to them. one and all. Anthony Murphy for the moment. Thank you so Happy much. Happy Solstice. 
Yes, thank you for all your comments to late lunch this afternoon. Hello to Liam O'Neill. Nice to hear from you, Liam, as usual. Uh, just He was talking to us after uh, we spoke to Donald Waters and Warren Matthews, top of the show. And, of course, Liam involved with Loud Ladies, as are Warren and Donald. Happy Christmas, Liam, to you and yours. Deirdre is only home from hospital. Hello to you. Deirdre and Kells, we wish you well. Back home again. Good to hear for the Christmas time. Happy Christmas, Jerry and Louise. Love the show every day. Uh, and yes, I missed that one, Jerry. There, you're right. I should have asked him. Should Jeremy Clarkson be sacked for what he uh, wrote about Meghan Markle? So true. It just didn't get into the the mix today. But it's a big question that's been asked all over the place. It really is. And uh, for the moment, they say he's going to remain on as the host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. But uh, I'm sure there's going to be more fallout from that one. Uh, Jerry, lovely to hear you say you're content within yourself that's the best medicine for anybody uh, when you realise that what you have is everything you want in life enjoy your Christmas and New Year uh, lots of light and love that comes in from Mairead to us on late lunch this afternoon and Angela's been on congratulations Jerry and Louise with the award many thanks for keeping me and everyone else entertained in the afternoons with your lovely mix of happiness sadness and all else you do uh, it's It's all about everyday life. It is indeed. And many happy returns to you, Angela, this afternoon from us here on The Late Lunch Show on LMFM Radio. It's time for this on Late Lunch. The Late Lunch Artist of the Week. Artist of the Week. I'm doing a little different this week, I told you. I'm picking a Christmas artist of the week, a different artist each day of the week on the show. And with that in mind today, and and they're sort of and probably not typical artists that would record Christmas songs. That's sort of the theme of this week. And today I've selected someone who I've featured as my artist of the week way back in the past, Amy Winehouse. And Amy and Christmas songs? Well, yes. And you know what? The most wonderful voice, a young life, gone all too long, left a wonderful legacy of music behind her. But you always ask the question again with her too. What might have been? What would have been had she lived? And by God, she had a lot of living to do for sure. Anyway, here is Miss Amy Winehouse with a Christmas classic. That's something else. That's an outstanding version of the song by Miss Amy Winehouse. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. I absolutely love it. I'll bring you another star singing a Christmas song right about this time tomorrow in our Christmas Artist of the Week. Just two more shows to go. Penultimate show uh, tomorrow on Late Lunch and then the final show. We're here with you Friday up until half past three. And don't forget as well, Eddie Caffrey. Eddie Caffrey. How does he do it every year? He has the inn with the big man in the red suit and the big white beard with Santa Claus. Yes, he's joining Eddie Santa Claus on Christmas Eve here on LMFM Radio in the afternoon. Don't miss that. And if you go on to lmfm.ie, our website, there's a form there and you can fill it out. Your children, get them to fill it out. Ask Santa a question. Eddie's in on days with him at the moment, but you never know. Put your question in and Eddie could be asking Santa what you want to find out on Christmas Eve here on LMFM Radio. Delighted to say hello again this Christmas time to a wonderful man. He does so much for so many people across this world. He's the founder of Cross Cause and we're heading to lovely Black Rock in County Louth and Connor Hughes. Hi, Connor. Hey, good afternoon, Jerry. Nice, Thank, to uh, nice to hear from you too on the show. Tell me, I, I, I'm, I'm taken a little bit aback by this. St Stephen's Day in the village there, uh, Putin Park, a family glum day. Please explain, Connor. That's right. Yeah, you have one there, but uh, okay, I guess sometimes uh, humour is good in uh, 
adversity and sometimes against the the tyrant uh, humour has worked in years gone mm. by. So what we're doing is on the beach, it's something for everybody to come along. It's, like, I guess it's like a big play, lots of little carry-ons going on. There's the Chernobyl Beauty Parlour, there's the KGB crash facilities, all these little funny little things going on. Yes. But ultimately the serious aspect is uh, any, any money's raised will be of, of use to our projects. Yes, so it is a play on a, a disastrous person and theme, but uh, using that, I see what you're doing. It's a counter thing, sort of. It's the humour uh, against a, uh, authoritarianism is yeah. the word. That'd be fair to say, wouldn't it? Exactly, because even we have a face painting and it says, get uh, face painting off your favourite tyrant and we have Mao and we have Stalin and et cetera, et cetera. So everything is a... A joke turned on his head, I guess. Yes. So this is Stevens's day, 11 till 5. So you're running right through until the sun sets. Yeah. and Because um, what happens is it, 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 um, it develops momentum. People come and say, oh, gosh, and then they ring someone else and tell them, that, oh, I didn't know. And then, yeah, it gathers pace as the day goes by, so we best stay out. And then I will be out. You know the famous uh, photograph of Putin on his horse? Yep. I'm on a plinth out in the water replicating that in in our, in my own style. <laughs> well, you know what? That'll be worth going to Blackrock <laughs> to see <laughs> alone. Never mind any of the sideshows. My, oh my, I'm just fucking envisaging it here. But knowing you and the twist and the, the turn you're going to put on it, it's going to be something special. So all money's going to cross cause. How are you going on? How is how's the charity fair? It's good. We had the best year ever. Uh, in total, five, six, seven containers of aid hit Africa and Romania Ukraine this year so it was, we, we we done well Like uh, uh, over the last month we've had three loads into Kherson that was the last uh, the last town or city that was liberated by the, the Ukrainians so we were delighted to get in there and, and um, imagine shoe boxes and food that was given by local people here on the streets of Kherson for the, for the poor civilians so we are proud of that. I'm proud that people trust us with this, you know, us saying we do it, and, and mm. it was done. Yes. Yeah. Look, you do great work all over, and again, to helping in a much-needed part of the world that need every bit of help they can get, and every euro of support given on St. Stephen's Day in Black Rock Village between 11 and 5 will go towards helping others desperately in need in this world. I'll tell you one thing, there's a great din and sound behind you there in the shop. Business is flying. I'm doing fine. I'm a very fortunate man, Jerry, and boy, do I know it. <laughs> that's the way to be Connor listen yeah. happy Christmas to you good, good luck for 2023 with the business and everything else you do and uh, the place to be on the 26th of December is Black Rock Beach thank you for joining me Connor. all the best Jerry, and to your listeners all the best bye take bye. care of yourself bye 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 Connor. they're busy in the music shop in Black Rock this afternoon isn't it great to hear that din in a local business a landmark local business I have to say from a, a musical point of view in Black Rock Village in County Loud. Putin Park, the family glum day. Something quite different. December 26th, 11 till 5, and everybody is welcome there to go along. That's almost a lot on late lunch this afternoon. Coming up on Thursday's show, we have a real treat for you because tomorrow on the show, we're going to be joined by the gentleman from St. Peter's Male Voice Choir live here in LMFM for your entertainment. Tara Walker brings us final part of the Christmas table her sweet the lovely sweet end of things you love it it's so easy Tara with that for us tomorrow and we'll be having a chat with our best Christmas pudding winner in the North East on the show tomorrow afternoon and more besides of course Eddie Caffrey's coming next with the drive here on LMFM radio stay with us here on the station and do come back for the penultimate late lunch here on LMFM tomorrow afternoon Thursday from 1.30. Take care of yourselves. It's busy out there. Mind the roads. Mind the traffic. You'll get done what you have to do. Don't be going round the place like a mad thing altogether. It'll happen. Honestly, it will. And we leave you with a classic this Christmas time. It's Feliz Navidad to all of you from us on Late Lunch. Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero año y felicidad 
Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Prospero año y felicidad Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.